Until today, I hadn't done a mind log since I was 13. I like to imagine it will help me if I focus my mind and record my thoughts. I have no idea if that's true, but I have to try something. Mrs. Matsumoto, when I saw her way up there in Cloudville, said that I should focus on the facts of what happened. The facts of that day. So what follows is the facts. Okay, I feel sick. I hate making myself think about it, but I have to. That morning, I woke up and everything was normal. The rain drumming away, me lying there, inhaling the too strong scent of lavender and lime flower generated from the old cheap sheets. I had some song in my head, not Neo Maxi's for once. A slow song from one of those new wave magneto bands from Beijing. One of the ones about unrequited love. I don't know why I always liked songs about unrequited love. I had never felt unrequited love. I probably hadn't felt requited love either, and I'd never done anything physical with a boy that hadn't been computer simulated. But I guess some things you can relate to without actually feeling them yourself. Anyway, it was just another grey wet Wednesday. It had rained every day for the last four months, but I didn't mind the rain. You couldn't mind the rain if you lived in the north of England, as three quarters of it was permanently underwater. I heard my parents arguing, not arguing, niggling, but I couldn't hear what it was about. Maybe it was about Alyssa, our echo. She had only lived with us for a little over a month. My mother thought we should have got her sooner, straight after the accident, in fact, but Dad had been determined to struggle on with nothing more than Travis, our old house robot. Dad had been pretty clear that he didn't like having Alyssa around very much. To be fair, I didn't either. She was too human, too real-looking. It creeped me out. She came into my room. She looked at me sternly, even though I knew an echo couldn't really feel stern. She had been designed to look like a thirty-year-old human woman with blonde hair and features that were pretty, but not threateningly so. She had a perfectly wholesome face, with smooth, shining echo skin. Echo skin is not quite human skin, just as echo blood is not quite human blood. But the freaky thing for me was how similar she looked to an actual human. She was flesh and blood. I was used to Travis, of course, but robots were different. Alyssa was as flesh and blood as I was, except for the small centimetre cube of hardware and circuitry inside her brain. You have your first lesson of the day, Mandarin, in thirty-five minutes. You need to start getting ready. She stayed standing there a little too long. Okay, I'll be ready. I was a slow waker, so I commanded the curtains to open and just stared at the grey, rain-streaked world. There were other houses, but we didn't really know our neighbours. This was even before I put my info lenses in. Sometimes I didn't want enhancements or information. The news had been depressing lately. The re-emergence of cholera across Europe, the energy crisis, the deaths of terraformers on Mars, hurricanes, tsunamis, echo stuff. The government in Spain wiping out homes in the deserts of Andalusia. Sometimes, like that morning, I just wanted to see the world as it actually was, in all its rain-ravaged glory. So, no mind wires, no info lenses. 
I was never really a full-on body tech person. Well, no, that's kind of a lie. It was hard for me to be a body tech person, as my dad was very suspicious about most types of technological advancement. For instance, he basically thought that Echoes would one day take over and we'd be wiped out. According to him, none of the big tech companies cared for human life, no matter what they said, and he got quite cross if I ever showed too much interest. Mum had a different attitude. She loved spending hours in the immersion pod, wandering around ancient cities, or doing yoga with Buddha himself. She told me to ignore Dad, but he was quite persuasive. We lived in a stilt house. Not the smallest stilt house in the world, but still a stilt house. Dad had a high profile, but he worked for free, and there wasn't as much money in time brokering as there used to be, despite Mum's long hours.